Isaiah chapter 62 verse 10. Go through, go through the gates. Prepare ye the way of the people. Cast up, cast up the highway. Gather out the stones, gather out the stones. Lift up a standard for the people. In the past few days, we have been dealing with how to demolish satanic altars and gather out the stones. And we have so far established four clear spiritual principles that will help us gather out the stones, gather out the stones. The first is to have a real spiritual encounter with the Lord. The second is to build an altar. The third is to receive divinely specific instructions. Because when you build altars with yourself as a living sacrifice, yourself as a living sacrifice, God speaks. And then the fourth principle is to take men and women and young people who are servants of the Lord with you. People with the heart of God, people who love the Lord, people who seek the face of God, people who are on the same frequency in the spirit with you, people who love Jesus, servants of God. And then the fifth and very important spiritual principle as you gather out the stone is to prepare yourself, prepare yourself for the reaction of hell. And his agents. Judges chapter 6, verse 30. Then the men of the city said to Joash, Bring out your son, bring out your son Gideon, that he may die. He may die because he has torn down the altar of Baal. Very specific. Why must he die? Very clear. Because he has torn down the altar of Baal. And because he has cut down the wooden image that was beside it. When you tear down satanic altars, you provoke an instant reaction from the devil. And he will use people to fight you to fight you. He will look for ways to kill you at all costs. Kill your spiritual life. Kill your spiritual potential. Discourage you. Disarm you. Dismantle you. And ultimately destroy if possible. The moment Gideon tore down the altar, the people reacted. Even though he did it at night, the people reacted early in the morning. And they came to his father's house to kill him. There was a protest, a reaction from the kingdom of darkness. That is the part that most believers are least prepared for. <laughs> really, no serious military base on the offensive will not prepare for the reaction of the enemy. Yes, none. Newton's third law of motion, which states that for every action, there is an equal or opposite reaction. It's also true for spiritual warfare. That is so true for spiritual warfare. Not only for physics, but for spiritual warfare also. So when you attempt to tear down satanic altars and build altars unto the Lord, you must expect an equal or opposite reaction from hell. Whenever you gather the stone, you touch the people who have been bound and attached to the stone. And as soon as you do so, people
become aggressive and hostile towards you. As soon as Elijah gathered all the stones of Baal, as soon as he tore down their altars and gathered the stones of Baal, the stones that were masquerading as the prophet of Baal, Elijah gathered them and cast them out. And as soon as he did that, Jezebel reacted. Or may I say this, say this way, hell reacted through Jezebel. Jezebel is a system of hell raised to react against servants of God, genuine prophets of God. Jezebel reacted and threatened to cut off the head of Elijah, the prophet of God. Friends, that was the last assignment Elijah did on earth. He was depressed afterwards, scared, overtaken by fear, perplexed. The sound mind departed from him and the spirit of fear and torment took over a prophet Elijah. After tearing down the altars of Baal, look at 1 Kings 19 verse 1 to 3. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. Also, how he had executed all the prophets, prophets of Baal with a sword. Look at what Jezebel did. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, So let the gods do to me and more also if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time and when he saw elijah saw that saw that he arose and ran for his life a man who was so powerful who tore down the altars of baal a man who destroyed 400 prophets of baal began to run for his life when hell reacted against him. He ran for his life and went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. Elijah was not alone, but the person that was with him could not help him. His servants could not help him. We don't even know the name of the servant. He was on the run. My God. Elijah ended his ministry after gathering out the stones and tearing down the altar of Baal. Baal always seeks for revenge. <laughs> Baal, when Gideon tore down the altar of Baal, they came after him. When Elijah tore down the altar of Baal, Jezebel came after him. The system is the same. The protocol is the same. If you are touching hell, there will be an instantaneous opposite reaction. Opposite reaction. And if you are not prepared for the reaction of hell, you will run out of ministry. You will run out of the purpose of God. You will be discouraged. You will be perplexed. You will be confused. You will be tormented. You will be possessed by fear. You must be sure that you are responding to divine instruction based on divine encounters and sacrifice. The enemy never wants to give up. Never. Never. There are people who profit from the demonic structure. They profit. They make gains from the evil stones and altars. They are happy to see people possessed. They are happy to see people oppressed. There are people, Christians, who are happy with the status quo. They don't want you to progress. They don't want you to excel. The moment you are making 
positive steps in the right direction, they come against you. They come against you. As soon as you step up in the spirit, as soon as you grow in the spirit and with the boldness of God, attempt to dismantle and tear down the altar of Baal, they fight. They fight against you. They come against your marriage. They come against your children. They come against, they attack your personal life. They attack everything they can attack about you. Listen to me. If you are not tearing down anything, nobody will trouble you. Nobody will trouble you. Demons don't trouble you because you are inconsequential to them in the spirit. When you see reactions of hell, it means that you are touching something of value to the enemy. They fight. Hell will always fight back. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. You must operate at a higher realm and level of power to subdue the powers of hell. Hell always look for revenge. They fight back because they know their grip and power is broken and the oppressed will be free. The demonized will be loosed. The yoke is broken. The snare is broken and we have escaped. And men are escaping. When Paul got to the city of Theatria in Acts chapter 16, he gathered out the stones and there was immediate reaction from hell. Acts chapter 16, verse 16 to verse 24. And it came to pass, as we went to pray, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought our masters much gain by soothsaying. There are people profiting from the system. There are people profiting from that demonic altar. Look, listen to me. The girl was possessed with evil spirit. Yet, there were masters that were profiting. Oh, There are people sitting and profiting from the demonization of others. Do you know there are people that just want to demonize you? They want to give you a bad name. They profit from giving you a bad name. They profit from demonizing you. They profit from, from looking for ways to speak evil, to use you to speak evil. They profit in their own ego. They profit in their own wickedness. This same girl, verse 17, followed Paul and us and cried saying, These men are the servant of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, turned and said to that stone, that was a beautiful, wonderful young girl, a stone, but occupied by demons, a stone, a stone, an evil stone. But the moment Paul sensed in the spirit that something was not right, he said, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of and it came out the same hour. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It came out and the girl became a living stone. The girl became a living stone. And the moment you become a living stone, the devil can no longer profit from your life. The evil forces of darkness can no longer profit from your life. Living stones can only profit heaven. Brothers and sisters, if the enemy is still 
profiting from your life, still gaining from your life, you are not yet a living stone. Verse 19, and when our master saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas. <laughs> they caught them. They said, no, you have broken down an altar. You are going nowhere. And they drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers and brought them to the magistrate saying, this man being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city. Do you see that? The moment you begin to destroy satanic altars, the men of the city who have profited from the system will come against you. They said, these men, Paul and Silas, they troubled our cities, verse 21, and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe, being Romans. Verse 22, and the multitude rose up together against them. Why? Because they set one young girl free. Why? Because they tore down the altar, the altar of soothsaying, the altar of magic, the altar of divination in the land. Because they tore it down, the multitude rose up against them and the magistrates rent off their clothes. Can you see even the magistrates, men that should be decent, they lost their cool and commanded to beat them. My God, verse 23, and when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. Why? They tore down the altar of divination in Tiatira. Why? They prevented those who have profited, those who have gained from the system, from gaining any further. Why? They stopped the power of hell in that city. The enemy came after them. The enemy will always react and fight back. The same enemy who came after Gideon, who came after Elijah, came after Paul also. But remember, Paul was not alone. It was in that prison that Paul and Silas praised the Lord until the foundation of the prison was shaken. Their chains were broken. The power of hell was disgraced and destroyed. My God, the altar, even in prison, the altar of sin and iniquity were broken. And even the jailer, his family, and other prisoners gave their life to the Lord Jesus Christ that same night. Wow! Wow! You must prepare and be ready to respond to the reactions of hell with an overwhelming support spiritual firepower. Hallelujah. Hell will never give up without a fight. Hell must look for a way to revenge. Hell must look for a way to attack, to come after you, to speak evil of you, to destroy your reputation, to, to, to despise you. But you must stand in faith and advance in strength and keep subduing the powers of hell. How? Tear down altar of hell and make hell regret and keep regretting forever. 
Even when hell successfully got Paul and Silas into prison after many stripes, the kingdom of darkness must have terribly regretted their actions when they saw souls being saved to the Lord Jesus Christ in that same prison. Hallelujah! Put them in prison, they tear down the altars of Baal and gather stones and turn evil stones to living stones. Put them in the city center. My goodness, they cannot be stopped. Dearly beloved, if your actions against the enemy are motivated by genuine encounter with the Lord, you will always be victorious. Yes, yes. What was the accusation against our Lord Jesus Christ? In Mark chapter 14, verse 55 to 58, I read, Now the chief priest and all the council sought testimony against Jesus to do what? Put him to death, but found none. Verse 56, For many bore false witness against him, but their testimonies did not agree. Then some rose up and bore false witness against him, saying, verse 58, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple made with hands. I will tear down this altar. And within three days, I will build another made without hands. Wow! Jesus said he would destroy the temple made with hands. We heard him say, he did not even do it yet, we heard him say their temple was their altar. It was a system that was built and must not be changed. It was a pattern that they had established over the years and you dare not confront it. It was their way of life that must not be confronted. Then from the day they heard Jesus saying he would build another temple made without head, they were deeply provoked. And they were looking for ways to kill and eliminate the Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, whenever you confront the satanic altars and systems that have been in operation, systems that have been operating, there will be instant reactions to silence you. So you must be sure. You must be sure that you are well equipped. You must do all you do based on divine encounters. You must Build your spiritual altars with living sacrifices before you can shut down the evil altars operating around you. You don't do it by noise making. You don't confront satanic system by experience. You do it by the power of God. Because noise will not sustain you. When their system comes after you, noise will not sustain you. Argument will not keep you from the threats of the devil. But the power of God, the power of God will keep you from the scourge of evil tongues and the lashes of evil men. Whatever, whatever they say or do against you will work in your favor. If you have the backing of heaven and the support of your genuine, faithful and truthful people of God around you. When the enemy attempted to shut down the prayer altar of Daniel for 30 days, Daniel refused to be silenced. Oh yes, three times a day he serviced his prayer altar. Three times a day he turned his face towards Jerusalem and opened his window to activate to service his prayer altar. The enemy came against him and got a satanic arrangement to 
punish a faithful eunuch. Daniel was thrown into the lion's den, but the angel was waiting for him there. The people could not prevail against him. Daniel had one man in the entire land that stood with him. Daniel had the king on his side. The king fasted the whole night for Daniel. Daniel chapter 6 verse 16. So the king gave the command and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. But the king spoke saying to Daniel, your God whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. Ah, I sense the presence of the Lord. This is for someone here. Your God whom you serve continually, he will deliver you from the lying tongues, from the evil men, from the satanic reactions of hell. Your God, whom you serve continually, will deliver you. Verse 17, then a stone, can you see that again? A stone. A stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the signet of his lords that the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. Mm. Now, the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. Fasting. No musicians were brought before him. Also, his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste to the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? Dear brethren, you need someone to pray with you as you confront the systems of hell. The king fasted all night for Daniel. A Gentile king knew that true servants of God cannot be consumed by satanic systems and evil men and women. Yet, he fasted and very early in the morning, he went to call and he said, Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually, serve him continually, serve him continually to the extent that even the unsaved friends and neighbors and colleagues and family members will have faith in your God without knowing him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't fight alone. To gather out the stones, the following spiritual protocol must be followed. Number one, have real spiritual encounter with God. Number two, build an altar. Number three, receive. Receive divinely specific instructions. Number four, take men who are servants of the Lord with you to confront the system of hell. And number five, prepare for the reaction of the people. Prepare for the reaction of hell and his agent. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 to 6 is a scripture I would love to leave with you this morning. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having in our readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is complete.
Oh! 